Welcome to the Anyone for Seconds podcast. That's right, you're hearing dulcet tones of Matt, which can only mean it's game week. This session, I subject my brother to PS2 title Ghost Hunter. What you have done, Officer Jones, is foolishly emptied the array, set loose a force of ghosts to roam free and wreak havoc as before. One spirit has fused with your corporal form, gifting you with sight beyond the living. Consequently, you can redress the chaos you have created. Your duty is to hunt down the ghosts. brother denies all knowledge of ever owning or playing this game. Let's see if he keeps to that story. Ooh, a C Cambridge production. Okay, known for medieval and such like. Yes, as per my notes, I totally didn't make. <laughs> this is devved by Ski Cambridge, or C Cambridge. Yeah. Which is famous for the medieval games and very little else. Okay. Um, D-pad game, because I think this is slightly before DualShock. Various the menus are. Good lord, really? So today you're playing Ghost Hunter, which is a game you don't believe that you ever owned, and you have no memory of ever playing, but I remember you buying it and playing it and enjoying it, but you've voided it from your memory. It's obviously for a reason. Mm. So this is a 2003 game. Right. Though Americans will say 2004 because there's a year delay in releasing. Of course, there was. Back in the day before simultaneous release. Of, of course. Being yeah. an English developed game, developed yeah. here in Cambridgeshire. Yeah. Um, please don't hunt us down. <laughs> um, this was released a full year before what? Right. Uh, the America got it. So here's my question with Ski, Ski Cambridge. Yeah. Not to be confused with Ski Sunday. Yep. Um, what happened to them after this then? Did they ever go back? Because they made this. They made Medieval, Medieval 2. Yep. Did they do Primal? I think they did, yeah. And then what happened to them? Did they go bust? Did they get absorbed? or They're, they're just part of large, larger Sony now. They're just part of Sony. Yeah. They, they're not good enough for their own... Um... Yeah, and that'll be a reoccurring theme of all the games we're going to play over the coming weeks. <laughs> or all Go. months, depending on release schedules. Yeah, it depends how, how, how I feel. But the companies that produce them are no longer companies because they've been acquired. Okay. So, shoot the Yeah, so... Um, you are seeing a guy with plasma um, guns... This game, I want to tell you a Metacritic review number now. Why would you do that? Because it's 69, dude! Nice. Yeah. That's clever. That's the sex number. Keep the gun away. So what is this place? The Bill and Ted number. Of course. Yeah, what I meant was... What I meant was... What are we... I know what you meant. She likes me. No doubt about it, she likes me. Mom say hi. I recognise the voice, but I couldn't tell you who it was. Is it someone I'm going to know? Yes. Is that a fact? That is a a, a notoid. A notoid? Yeah. Making words up now. That's yeah, you are. You are. 
So the main character is voiced by Rob Paulson. Oh, of Pinky and the Brain yes. and Animaniacs and everything yeah. I've ever loved from childhood. Uh, so he also voiced the Mask in the Mask Animated series. Yes. He voiced Raphael in the 87 series of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I think he does Donatello, Donatello in the 2012. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I... I don't know if you can get them anymore, but have you ever heard his podcast? It's called Talking Tunes. He used to do it in front of an audience at... Yes, I have, and he does it with a panel of people? No, no, maybe, no that's Twisted Tunes. That's them reading the scripts. No, he used to do a podcast called Talking Tones. It used to be a live one. It was recorded the same place they did Hollywood Babylon, where Kevin Smith and that does it. Babylon. Yeah, um, but he talks to his famous friends and they and they talk about I think it I think the nerdist bought the rights to it or whatever so they do it the nerdist now and it's a bit like mm, I liked it when it was live and that with the audience but yeah we'll do it live yeah oh okay um, so we're now talked over the intro scene thankfully <laughs> basically you're a detective your partner's also a detective yeah and you've come to this place to do some detecting and okay. that's about as much as I surmise from this you have yet to get to the cool part of the game. Okay, there's a cool part. Like, oh, my word. Okay. Um, it may take you a while to adjust to PS2 controls. Uh, so I've got in point in the gun. Normally that's L2, but L2 centres the camera because, yeah. So how did I get him to so point the gun? I believe R1 points and fires if you tap R1 now. Okay, I want shoots, yeah. You'll notice that you can break glass and stuff, so it's they put some effort in. Oh my god, right, now in a first person view, get out of it! Um, press the same button that you... So to make him aim then, you press triangle, it's like, um, what game did that? Tomb Raider did it originally, right? Where you press triangle to aim the guns and that? Yes. Oh, so you can wall hug as well. Okay. Uh, stealth mechanics okay so we're supposed to be running through here so let's run through this doorway and see what ooh, see ooh. what happens ooh. why is down on the d-pad crouch and then up on the d-pad is get up what ooh, sound design on this is pretty good Actually, so you know, he looks a bit like Brad Pitt in Seven. Yeah, I, I kind got of that modelled vibe it as well. Yeah, kind yeah. of modelled it off Brad Pitt in Seven. It's actually not bad looking for a PS2 game so far. So this was one of the things that critics said at the time of release. They graphically thought it was very um, high quality in depth. Um, and their main criticism was that the story is quite linear right. but you know sometimes a linear story is a good thing that's fine it's obviously the linear story is fine it's more about the gameplay if it's a well even a linear gameplay can be fine yeah uh, you know think of the classic God of War series yeah exactly linear is all hell but rewarding if you have a murderous um, 
inclination. Well, of course. They've even like animated the tyres swinging backwards and forwards, and there's. What is yeah, this? They didn't have to do that, but they did. But they did, which just goes to show that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go towards the jute. Is that yeah? Jukebox? I think you should go towards the MacGuffin. It looks like a jukebox. It it's t- not. It's a. It's it, clearly a furnace. To me, it looks like um, from the firehouse and Ghostbusters. The vault. Yes. Yes, it is. So I assume now he's going to totally do a peck move and unleash all the ghosts. More than likely. That's okay because I know how to use a handgun. Mm. Oh, rumble. Yeah, it's been a complete peck. Yeah. Um, you are getting the reference. Yes, Ghostbusters, he lets them out. It's the environmental dude, yeah. He was called Peck, wasn't he? Peck. This man has no dick. Yeah, I knew it was, <laughs> his name was even a dick joke, but yeah. I just couldn't... Uh, I doubted myself, and you should never doubt yourself. <laughs> I should have doubled down. Oh, did you see that ghost with, like, a bloody nose? That was weird. I'm getting the Seaman vibe from the Dreamcast with the weird fish and floating heads flying everywhere. So what I'm getting so far is a more... I hate to say it... grounded and gritty version of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Another voice you'll recognise. No. Joe Morton? Joe Morton. No. No. Don't mean nothing to me. Well, the name doesn't mean anything to you. Joe Morton. No. He's the guy that does the brilliant acting when Arnie rips off his arm in Terminator 2. Joe Morton's on the floor going ah ah of course that's that's Joe Morton yes of course now I know who it is yeah I love all the um the twisted encanted camera angles so it's kind of it was straight before but now obviously I've let all the ghosts out and stuff obviously it's kind of twisted it's distorted that's really cool spookums I'm assuming we're not going up there because he won't go up there. No. Um, yeah, that would be a good hint. Yeah, he's not going up there, so we're not going to go that way. Yeah, um, that's the way you come in. So. Yeah. Well, I didn't know um, if that was the way you had to come up. And Joe Morton wants you to turn the power back on. Does he? I don't want to turn the power back on. It's scary. So the way I view this is that this is an abandoned Ghostbusters site, and they've, as typical, been really careless leaving stuff laying around. That's fair. Um, square to steam. Press press steam. Did um, did it do anything? It let off steam. Sweet. Let off some steam, Bennett. Yes, Donatello. That's all I can hear now. It's just Donatello. Uh, okay. Going off on a tangent about Rob Paulson again because I friggin' love Rob Paulson. Yeah. He is in... They did an episode of Turtles... Uh, it was either last year or the year before, because I remember watching it. But they did a crossover with the modern Turtles and with the old 1980s Turtles did cartoon they? series. 
Yes, they did. And, and did he voice both? Yes, he did. Excellent. And I believe there was even a gag about um, how they sound similar and stuff, because it's him, I want to say... Mr. Frodo! What's his name? Um, Samwise Ganji. Um, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? That was such a brilliant impersonation. Sean, Sean, Sean Astin. Sean Astin, yeah, because I think he does the voice of Leonardo. Um, yeah, and they even had... They did Bebop and Rocksteady, and obviously they didn't... They did the impersonation of... Uh, Uncle Phil, I can't remember his name now. James Avery. James Avery. Shredder. James Avery. Shredder. Um, you've picked up a MacGuffin, which is select to look at MacGuffin. Okay. That's that one. Yeah. Ah, look, I can look at... Um, Homicide files. Homicide notes, okay. It appears that 11 students and one member of staff are missing eight confirmed bodies spread throughout the old and new. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's unsolved. Pardon me? I think you're going to encounter the killer of those individuals. Uh, it's PS2 games with triangle quips. Yeah. Weapons. Glock. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, back up, back up. Standard police issue, infinite ammo. Yeah, how did I miss that? Infinite ammo? Yeah. Of course it is. You know, that, that's such a video game thing to go... We're going to give you infinite ammo for a weapon that has no effect against ghosts. The main enemy you're going to encounter in this game. Here, have fuckloads of ammo for something <laughs> you can't use. <laughs> Thanks, game. Very true. You want a proton pack? You can't have a proton pack. You have to have a standard 9mm Glock with infinite ammo. That sound is, um, spookums. Yeah, lots of ghosts flying about. Um... Staircase. Staircase. God, this camera. Spookum. Doing stuff with electricity. Ah, he's at the wire. Okay. Press triangle to enter hunting mode. Yeah. Press R1 to fire. Shoot him. Shoot the ghost with your uh. 9mm power balance. Did, did he die? Oh, wait. Of course he didn't. Just check him. Tell you what he did do, right? You've damaged him enough to solidify him. Press circle to enter runaround mode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Runaround mode. Runaround mode's just not good, is it? Um, I think you should go back into shooting mode. Shoot him in the face. Yeah, uh, I think you've got to damage him enough so it goes solid to then shoot him some more. Yeah, I'm loving that distorted ammunition. There we go. Got him. Eat lightning, fucker. Warning, high voltage. Probably shouldn't touch that. Ah, uh, he was made up of lots of ghosts. Ah, uh, okay. So, first person in the audience to point out, hmm, this game sounds really janky and weird. That's because we are totally legally emulating this, I'm afraid. Because trying to find this game online was a pain in the backside. So, 
so um, let's go out through the door. What you've successfully done is restored the power by using a body to bridge the two ends of electricity and channels. Of course. Oh, camera, stop it. Go through... The, stop it. Brad Pitt, go through the door. Go through the door. Climb down the ladder. Oh, my word. This camera is just... Oh, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's because it's an old... I think it's a combination. It's just... Your, it follows you, but then on top of that, obviously, I'm trying to correct with the stick, and it's overcorrecting as well. Yeah. I think it's probably an emulation thing. Probably. To a degree. So there's one more voice actor in this. Okay. Who's more of a movie slash TV actor. Okay. Sir Michael Gambon. Michael Gambon is in this. Yes. Cool. That. Wow. Okay. So they really went out with the um, kind of the budget for the voice acting thing then. Yeah. It kind of boggles the mind really considering it's Ski Cambridge. And um, he totally voices a character. He voices a character. Yeah, I'm sure the okay. character's got a name, but we're not going to make it far enough in that again to. to no, okay. Him, I don't think. No, that's fair. Um, so we'll have to make do with Joe Morton. No, that's fine. He's got a um, Max Headroom thing going on. I'm hoping that he's going to give you a proton pack now. How oh, he's ignoring you? Oh no, training section. That's code for a tutorial. Oh, God, tutorial. I might show you how to use the camera. We can't be any worse than it coming up run-around mode. Let's face it, which is a ridiculous I, I name. I think that should be used in all video games is the terminology now. What, run-around mode? Yeah. <laughs> so do you rem- remember owning this yet? No, I don't. I really don't remember owning this. So it's that good? You've voided it from your memory? Obviously. I remember... The loading screen. No, I remember the... Sorry, I thought we were doing Michael Jackson there. (laughs) Funny. I remember the... um, Don't do it again. Hey, look, there's a rat. Shoot it. Shoot the rat. Go into shooting mode. Shoot the rat. Come here, rat. Oh, it even turns red. It's totally an enemy. It's probably a ghost in disguise. Oh, got it. You just absorb his life energy. That was an evil rat. <laughs> Look at that, you shoot the rat, it just flies in the air because nope. It bounces. Bounces. And so we now know in universe that rats are a source of life force for humans. Of course, of course. That's that's official headcanon now. Mm. Um ooh. Those okay. look like um spookums. Spookum blueprints. The theory of um Spookums. Yeah. The theory of Spookums. Mm. Uh, this is glowing and green. This must be a thing. No? Oh, hang on. Pick up, pick up the thing. Guns. Grenades. Anchors a ghost into reality and capture them if they're sufficiently weakened. Used R2 to throw the grenade. So that's your trap. Right, we have a trap. Which looks like an extreme Ghostbuster-style trap. Yes, it does, yeah. And we've got a pulse rifle. Runs off ghost energy. Tap R1 for a single shot. I hold for charge up. Okay. So then one would assume that you probably have to kill enough ghosts to keep up charged as well? Yep. Maybe. That's a lot of exposition right there. We, we'd like a good context dump. Yeah, but if you've seen the Ghostbusters film, you kind of don't need that exposition. You go, ghosts, right, you've now given me a weapon that can catch ghosts. Show me where the ghosts are. 
Generally, yes. But again, it's making the huge assumption that you've seen Ghostbusters. Who hasn't? I can guarantee there will be a couple of people that will not have seen. We must hunt them down and fix that. Um, okay, so as you're shooting it, it's getting like um, ghost damage done. So, the bar on the left of the screen is the ghost's energy meter. Oh, it's gone big and fat and all very hellraiser. Oh. And, and the audio's cracked out. Oh, I caught him. Yeah. Got him. Okay, that was cool. So I shot him, I chucked a trap at him. Well, I threw a grenade at him. Let's Ray. face it. Yeah. Let's face it. I threw a grenade and then it, I caught him and it came back. That was cool. Even the bullets down the ground when I shot the rat. Yeah, because there was a rat here. The rat's gone, shell but the shell casings. Oh no, the rat is still there. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, that's quite impressive. It's not a thing that needed to be there, but uh, assuming that I'm going for the hole in the yeah, wall. Yeah, I'll go through the big hole in the wall. There's another. Hello. All right, Jeffrey. He just sort of waved, didn't he? So I like how you shoot him. He gets like um. Tendrils of damage. Yeah, I like the the, the effects and stuff on them. It's yeah. quite cool. Yeah, and we can see them even more in slowdown. <laughs> Go on. Oh, it's so sensitive. So you've got like 10 more seconds to do enough damage for him to end up in a trap. Is that what I'm scanning out? I think so. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. Got him containing. That's quite cool. It's a cool effect. That is a very cool effect. Especially when you can see it frame by frame. <laughs> it does look like something from a movie where it all distorts around yeah. the sphere and stuff. So there's one more thing I wanted to say about this game based on my extensive 30 seconds worth of research. <laughs> Okay, that James Shepherd of Ski Studio Cambridge yep. directed, produced, designed and wrote it. Wrote the theme tune, sang the theme tune. Yeah. yeah. He pulled Quad Duty. Wow. Okay, that's quite cool. I, I think he was into this. That, that little bit, little bit. It's it's fairly solid. Yeah. All things considered. Ah that does nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it does absolutely nothing, does it? Let's <laughs> you, face it. You've got a yellow block out the front of your gun now that does nothing. Oh, what's that? That looks like health. That was a that health, was a health um, pickup. Can you shoot the toilet? Can we get some Duke Nukem-style... Um... Oh, no. Oh, Metal toilet. Oh, what the, what the hell? You just exploded the toilet. I don't know, a short one, uh, and then no. the, the, the system. I'll tell you what it is. There's a ghost in the stalk to the right because your radical is turning red. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Open. Open the door. Um, what about the other stall? Um, the other this door. one. You know your radical is turning. Yeah, it's turning red on the other one. Though. Can you change to your traditional handgun and blow a hole in it? If I can remember how to do uh, it. Weapon wheels L1. Suppressing fire. Yeah. 
Um, but it does I, nothing. Are we overthinking this? Is I can think, you just walk to a stall and is there a prom button for open door? I think we're thinking about this too much. If I come go back into run around mode, yeah, that's a bloody ridiculous name for it. Run around mode. Yeah. I suppose it's saying what it is on the tin. That looks like a thing on the wall. Oh, progress. Ah, oh, there's the body where the woman was murdered with all of her friends from the homicide report. Now she's, um... Oh my! She's got weird stuff coming out she's of her. She's a ghost. Um, Blast him! Ow! He just got you. Where's he gone? He's Hello? Like, he's destroyed your vision. Blast the fucker. Do you know what? I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. I think this game... It's radical. It's pretty good. No, it's pretty good. And I think if it had a little bit more development time, even if it wasn't on PS2, maybe if it had come out on PS3, I know that's... It would probably benefit from it. Well, the way I look at this is this is like a progenitor to like PsyOps and games of that type where, okay. where it's a little bit peculiarity in terms of the enemy types and the mechanisms. It's not a standard shooter. Yeah. And I, I like what it's doing with the story and such and how it's, um, how you're interacting with ghosts and that sort of thing. It's a good idea, yeah. like I say. Can you jump out the window? I don't know, let's try it. Um, clamber. Let's say, if this had a PS3, let's say PS3 sort of build, I mean, it's pretty good. Well, and what are you basing on, just because you don't like the camera? No, 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 I mean, just in general, or the lot of it. Shotgun! Shotgun! Alright, pump action. Yeah, shotgun! Um, yeah. But if it had a bit more to it, well, it... It's kind of hard to put into words. I think if it was on a next generation console, it would probably benefit more. Because obviously, you could get things, it would look so much cooler and so much spookier and that. But, for a game of its time, I oh, think yeah, it's, it's pretty, super impressive. I think a, it's pretty cool. Um, I need, now, I'm going to totally spoil the ending of this game. Okay, because it's stupid. No, it's got a false ending, which is very rare in video games. Okay. So essentially, you can get to the end of the game, and your character will die. Right. Um, you then do the credits, go back to the main menu screen, right. start select, whatever, and if you then play a new game, you right. just play as a different character. And what? play for the whole game again. It just has a false ending there. What the hell? You can just play it as another character. Oh, wow. Like they, they totally thought about it going well hang on if your character dies you can't replay it yeah and also he'd just be a ghost then because in universe ghosts is a thing yeah well we'll just have you play as another character ballsy move I applaud you mm. so again you, you may have wanted a longer development cycle but I'm like I think this is rad this is quite good I just wish it didn't suck with emulation issues. <laughs> well, you can't have it all. So overall, would you recommend? Um, 
do you know what I would? It's a it's a rarely seen oddity because until you said about it, did even forgot that you owned it. I still don't believe I ever owned it. I'm, I'm telling you. I don't think I did, but again, I could be. Oh no! Don't look at it! Don't look at it! There we go. That's fine. If you don't look at it, the emulator doesn't bug out. Because as we know, cool ghosts don't look back at explosions. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's my thing, right? Right. Was this before or after Luigi's Mansion? Or you as Luigi's Mansion? That's why I'm asking you. Fuck if I know. When was GameCube? Mm, same time as this, wasn't it? It was the same time as... Uh, yeah. I only ask because it's weird because obviously the GameCube had Luigi's Mansion and obviously this... Obviously PS2 had this. And they're somewhat similar. you ghost-busting. 2001 was Luigi's Mansion. Okay, two years before this then. But GameCube was aimed at children, this was aimed at teens. So I would say this is probably hit its demographic market. Yeah. Without having to rely on a mascot. But then Luigi's Mansion did have a Mario button. Michael Gamble. We made it. Yeah, Michael Gamble. Yeah. So it is. Doing acting. He's. Yeah. He's speaking quietly because he's British. He's Michael Gamble and he does. Except when he's asking Harry Potter whether he threw his name in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, again, like in, the, in the book he asks him gently, calmly, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet? In the movie he's like, Harry, you fucker! <laughs> Picks him up and choke slams him. May as well. Did you put your name in the gobbler? And like Harry can't answer because he's just had his face like caved in. <laughs> so, folks, what do you reckon? Did Dave own the ghost hunter and completely forget about it? Or has he been putting our leg that entire recording? Answers on a postcard? Or alternatively, and arguably more modern, please let us know at Twitter at anyone podcast. Additionally, we're on Facebook. Just search, then you'll find us. Or longer considerations can be sent via email to anyoneforseconds at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a like, review, rating on the platform of choice. So long as it's positive, I don't want any negative Nellies. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to scream anything about growing as I'm pretty sure that's a knob joke. This week's outro is going to be a tease for the next game episode. Let's test your grey matter.